Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Contact Keller's today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's, it's just miserable, but... Uh, you know, contact Keller's today. And if you're looking for snow removal uh, services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's family owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hey, thank you for having us. Hello. Yeah, thanks for being here. Barry Giants. And I had, pleasure, I had the pleasure of meeting you guys at the Electric City Music Conference back in September. Uh, great weekend uh, in Scranton, PA, uh, every year. And uh, it was cool uh, meeting you guys. So uh, I'm glad we connected. I'm glad we uh, hooked up and uh, we're doing this tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah thank you very thank much. You it was a pleasure us. meeting you too, man. Yeah, so you guys are from Massachusetts. Yes, Fall River, Massachusetts. Fall River. I, I can hear it a little bit in the accent. Yeah. I love it. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Red Sox fan. I'm a huge Celtics oh, fan. Yeah, yeah I, I go that's to awesome, I go to Boston every year for St. Patty's Day with the guys. Oh, uh, that's the day. That's the day to be there, man. It's like it's it is and it's not right. It's like <laughs> so we took we took a couple years off. We took off 2020 and 2021. And we were back this year and I don't know if it's that I'm getting older or if, you know, just people are like just out in full force now. It was also, I think St. Patty's Day fell on the weekend. So I think a little bit of the combination of everything just made it like, I, I remember going out of the hotel and going down the street and just seeing lines upon lines waiting for, for the bars to uh, like get in the bars. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's definitely, this. yeah, it's definitely yeah. chaos. Even to go for like a sports game. Like I went to go see uh the Celtics in game one and uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. And it was absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, all the bars you couldn't get in. It was nuts. I actually got into uh, uh, an online altercation with um, one of my favorite bars, Sullivan's Tap. Okay. You got into an altercation with them. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we, we, it was funny. Like we take a bus, we take a bus into town um, and, you know, we're, we're there once a year. It's like, and that's like, it's not the, greatest bar it kind of smells like pee um <laughs> to a, like a, a bar around here yeah. i mean i we love it like it's one of our favorite bars it has uh the the hot shot basketball it's a huge yeah. long bar it spans like the width of a, a block basically but uh you know we take a bus so we had been drinking on the way to boston from scranton so it's about i mean with the stops and things like that it's probably a good six hour but we weren't like out of control and we um 
we kind of we we got to the the bar and we wanted to come in and they're like there's no one in there by the way and we get to the door and they're like you can only come in if you have a uh, ticket stub to a Bruins game and I'm like shit like I I don't like we're from out of town we didn't go to the game yeah. like we're here for like one weekend one weekend only like this sucks so. <laughs> there's two sides there's two entrances to that that bar so we went around the block and then went in the back yeah and um uh so we got in that way and the guy at the door on the other side saw us come in and he ran across the bar and said you guys gotta go it was real bad it was real bad <laughs> and then like i i made a comment they, they posted on facebook saying like you know you know, all are welcome. Come, come to Sullivan's Tap. I'm like, oh yeah, unless you, you know, don't have a fucking ticket. <laughs> and, uh, so they kept going back and forth with me. I had, I have the screenshots because I was, I was fucking pissed. That's kind of messed up, though. It is. I know there was. Well, the thing is, there's nobody in the bar. Like, like I'm not even joking. Like, I wouldn't exaggerate. There was there, okay, maybe there's two people, but like, there, it wasn't like crowded. It wasn't like they had to like moderate the 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 crowd, so to speak. I don't know. It was just, it was very disappointing. I had the screenshots somewhere. I should have, uh, you can only come in if you spend $200 on a broom. Stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just, uh, saw I, the, I just saw the cheers Boston, uh, sign you got back yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, anything else, Boston for my travels to no, no, but, uh, yeah. One of my favorite cities. If it wasn't so goddamn cold, I'd probably try and move there. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, but, what was it? 30 degrees today? Yeah, it was freezing to today. A point. It's getting cold. Or that, that was this morning. I've been up since 5 a.m. So <laughs> it was cold here too. It was, it was probably 34 here this yeah. morning. Yeah. So not far off. But yeah, it's a, it's one of my favorite cities. I, uh, it was a bummer missing those last two years, but um, uh, I've never been to a, a Celtics game yet at, at the TD Garden. I love it, man. Yeah. Such a yeah. I've seen them play the Sixers because I'm able to. You know, get there easier, but yeah, yeah. Um, what a ride though! This last year, man, finals. I thought I thought they had it, but yeah, I was I was devastated, man. I was I was uh, I were actually I work at a barber shop, and um, you know, like sports is that's the conversation at the barber sure. shop. You know what I mean? And uh, everyone's coming in, and like you know, after like you know what we lost that uh, game two or whatever, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, they're looking terrible, and. Uh, I'm like, no, you got to have more faith. That's it. We got it. You know, we're the better team. And we just didn't have an answer, man. We just didn't have an answer to the three-point shooters that were on Golden State. Steph and turning Curry. the ball over. Yeah. And Tatum didn't have great games. Yeah. Steph Curry, man, like, it's crazy to watch. Like, he just, like, throws the ball in the air and it goes in. I don't know how it, how it happens. He's, he's like a, he's a, he's a bailout. He's like, if you're ever in a situation where, like, you feel like a bucket's impossible or the defense is so locked down, just give it to Curry, and he's gonna just make the shot. <laughs> he's gonna throw it in the air, and it's gonna go in. Are you a Red Sox fan too? Uh, I'm not that big into baseball. I consider myself a Red Sox fan, but I do tune in during the playoffs, typically. You know? Yeah, bummer for this year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We had a lot of great years as of recently. Yeah, you know it's kind of tough over here, even with the Patriots and everything like that. You know, we're, we're yeah. so you realize how spoiled everyone over here is with winning. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you have you have two you have a season where you know two seasons where you do somewhat you know decent, and that's not good enough. You know, what I mean? so I mean, last year for me, the Red Sox beat the Yankees to get into. Like, they think it was a wild card game, so like, they advanced the playoffs. That was my World Series. I didn't care how far the, the Red Sox got after that. I'm good. <laughs> they beat the Yankees. That's all I. That's 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 enough for me. 
Oh yeah. But uh, how far are you guys from uh, the city? Without traffic, like forty-five minutes. Oh, but there's sweet. always traffic. But with traffic, it's like <laughs> what an hour and forty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sweet. Once you get to those tunnels in Boston, it's yeah, kind of that's like impossible. Up. That's why it's great to ride a bus. You don't even know. Yeah. It's like you know. Yeah, they got the trains, and they're building trains into the city that we live, so we'll be able to get down there a little easier. That's sweet. But but uh, yeah, I love Boston. I go there, you know, pretty often, anyways. So I was just there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, my girlfriend and I celebrated our anniversary. And her favorite comedian, Dan Cummins, was at uh, Laugh Boston. And we got there in record time because it was at eight and it was like a Friday. So, like, I just like went right. I was like, I've never done this before. <laughs> like, so that's how short it is. Yeah. It's really not bad. It's not. I, mean, I would I would take where you were at. You know, if I was that far from Boston, the city, I would, that, that'd be perfect for me. I don't even care if it took an hour 40 to get there. Yeah. No one's really uh, familiar with Fall River, though. It's, um, like this old like industrial town yeah it's a mill town yeah, it was like Basically. a mill town but uh i don't know like most people when when you say forever they don't know it but like i don't know if you're familiar with like lizzie borden or whatever yeah. she's like the most famous person yeah. in Fall River, i guess <laughs> she was a murderer yeah and she was a, and she's a murderer <laughs> so there you go <laughs> it's she it was a she it's a she yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, what's her name lizzie lizzie borden what's the rhyme for it the, the, yeah they have like a nursery song for yeah. it uh, Lizzie, something wax or something. Lizzie Borden had an act. She gave her father 40 wax. When she realized what she'd done, she gave her stepmom 41. <laughs> I, I've I've never heard of a, a female murderer. That's yeah, very rare. Like the yeah. 1800s or something, right? Yeah. yeah they, 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 got was, the, they got the house. Yeah, yeah the house is like a house uh, that they went down in. It's in like Florida. a breakfast. Uh, yeah, it's like a diner. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's a, um, it's a bed and breakfast. Yeah, bed and breakfast. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. You can go there and soak in all the power of the history yeah <laughs> all the repressed, repressed so, so would you say fall river is like a, a blue collar town definitely very yeah. much so yeah, yeah. so much. and you're a, you're a hardcore band yes yes i mean uh I mean, have you been in fall river for your entire lives or i've born and raised in fall river my whole life okay uh, my family actually immigrated from portugal and uh i was the first generation born here really him, he's a little different. I'm, I'm from, yeah. I'm from across the river. Yeah, so there's a river that divides Fall River and Somerset. Yeah. <laughs> so he lives right. I'm, I was a country boy. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could skip a rock to his house. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But I actually just recently moved to Fall River, so soaking it all in. Yeah, yeah. Is the music scene there kind of uh, a lot of hardcore, or what? There the... is no music scene in Fall River. Yeah, yeah okay. which is sad. It is. We yeah. usually go to Providence. Which is like thirty minutes away from us. Yeah. So which that's, has that's where it all is. Yeah, basically. Providence. So fortunately, being in uh, Massachusetts, you spent some time in Massachusetts. Um, everything's really like we complain about our drives, but like when you go anywhere else in the states, you know, what I mean, like an hour drive is if you go in the Walmart or something like that, you know. Right. <laughs> um, but when we're never too far away from a major city and stuff like that. Yeah. So Fall River is actually really close to like. You know, uh, Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, where there's yeah. a decent hardcore scene. Uh, it's close to New Hampshire. It's close to Boston. It's close to Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah. Both all areas where they have like a nest egg of hardcore. And um, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know, probably when metalcore was really big, uh, New Bedford had a really, yeah. really happening scene at that point in time, um, which is New Bedford's like our 
neighboring city. It's a little bit away, but it's like a 15 minute drive. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of what really threw me into mm. it. You know what I mean? It was just like, well, my plan is we have a lot of VFWs around here. <laughs> so <laughs> we got to find, we got to convince at least one person to let me throw hardcore shows. It's a shame. I know a lot of people from Puerto Rico who love hardcore music, yeah. who love to get down. I, I, I think but, if, but they don't really cater to it here, you know, like the, all of it's like, like the funny thing is though, a lot of the bands that are like bring really big crowds in Providence are from Fall River. Yeah, Fall River bands, yeah. And they just nobody's thought to be like, hey, what if I just throw a VFW show? Because that would be insane. Mm. It'd be absolutely insane. It's amazing the uh the crowds that you know hardcore shows have. Um we actually just had a uh, hardcore show here in uh Wilkesbury PA, which is about 20 minutes from Scranton where you guys were. Uh, I believe you guys played the V spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome venue. Yeah, yeah the, I, I love that place. Uh, Vinny and uh, Frank, the owners, are great people, huge supporters of the scene. Uh, I want to share with you. You'll appreciate this. I'm gonna see if I can. I can see it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna try and get there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Where do you see this? Oh my god, that's the vibe I'm talking about right there, man. Wait, just wait, just wait. Get on stage. Get back. Oh, there in, it is. Get back there in the is. crowd. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Tyler Kennedy for sharing that uh, from the show <laughs> last night. But uh, yeah, I mean, hardcore music is not my thing. I'm just, it's not, uh, I don't know. Not everyone's. Yeah, I don't know what it is about hard. I mean, so I, I think, I feel like your, your sound is a little different. There's some melodies in there. Um, I can kind of understand your lyrics. It's not that just screaming, like, yeah. You know, like you know, uh, double bass drum or whatever. Like, it's just like I, I, I can understand what you're saying, and I, I like that kind of hardcore music. Um, outside of that, I just it's not my thing. Not, but I mean, it all has its place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, he'll explain to you what what our vision is. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, tell me about on. tell me who uh, Barry Giants are exactly. So you kind of touched on it a little bit there when you were like, yeah, you know, like hardcore bands but we're a little different type deal it's kind of tough to put us into like a genre type deal i feel like uh i think at the bones we are a hardcore band um but like once you start fleshing it out a little bit there's more there's more stuff underneath it and i think a lot of that comes from the fact that we grew up in like this this city you know this like this city in uh massachusetts where like hardcore really or metal really isn't like the scene right where like you go to high school or whatever i go to high school he goes to high school it's uh predominantly like you know hip-hop and and uh rap culture and stuff that kind of fuels the city that we live in and um with that being said you know i have love for like all kinds of music i don't typically put myself in the box as someone who just listens to metal music it's definitely one over my heart in, in a sense you know what i mean with like what i have a passion writing what i have a passion doing um but there's so much more you know what i mean and i think that like metal and hardcore music in general could be more, you know I mean? Why can't we have heavy riffs and also like a groove? Why can't we also make metal fun? You know what I mean? It's it's fun crowd surfing and then uh, swanton bombing into crowds and stuff like that, yeah. But it's also fun to bust a dance move every once in a while. And that's what we're trying to, you know, hone in, you know? And I know, I know um, we, we are different because Adam's more the uh, the proggy guy, like he he have a lot of prog elements. But I I was actually I went to school for like jazz, 
So I was a jazz bass player. He's the guy. He's <laughs> the guy. I'm always like, hey. Will. And he's always like, <laughs> like we get to a part and he's like, all right, we'll do something. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and it's just something weird. You yeah. know, like we, we kind of like, we had the hardcore, but we're like we're, we have like the, I, I like to call us funk core. <laughs> we have some funky riffs sometimes. Yeah. But. Yeah, he's usually the funk riff provider. Yeah. Hey, Will, give me, give me something I can dance to right now. He's <laughs> like, all right. That's such but a cool thing about of... music is like, you know, taking those elements and, you know, people think hardcore and they, they, they think of like shaved heads and just screaming and thrashing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you I have a guy. It. Yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome. Yeah, and I love it, but there's more. There can definitely be more to it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why can't I have a shaved head? You know, Liberty <laughs> Spike Mohawk, but also get down with some dance moves on the dance floor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, I was just reading a post today. Some of those people in the scene, they're like, like, oh great, another hardcore band. And yeah. I felt like comments like, check out my band right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there, it's you can definitely see the oversaturation. Yeah, right now it's like everyone's trying to be the next Knock Loose, and I yeah. fucking love Knock Loose. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I fucking love them. I that I listen to them; they're a staple in all my playlists. But there's, only, there's only so many bands like you can only do that so many times without like doing something different. Yeah, we know? want that energy. We want that energy in that video that you just that you just showed us. Mm-hmm. But we want to have a little more flavor in the crowd than that. You know what I mean? Like we want people to be confused in the mosh pit because <laughs> now I'm playing like a funk riff yeah. for no like like oh okay yeah play with their emotions. I, yeah. Coming from like I like progressive music, like he was saying, a lot of progressive music. You know, uh, just off the top of my head, like uh, Code and Cambria, Heart and Hand, Napoleon, bands like that. Um, they kind of give you like a little bit extra. You know what I mean? It's like here's this build. We're going to build the song. We're going to build up your emotions and get you ready for this crazy drop. And they're like, just kidding. Before we drop, here's this. And now we drop. Yeah. You know, what I mean? He so, loves doing that. I love doing that. Every, like I, every time we're writing something, he's like, hey, guys, what if we do this? And like, we already did that like three <laughs> songs ago. I mean, there's definitely uh, some like pushback and a little bit of arguing when the writing process. Well, I mean, that's, that's how that's it goes, you know. Got to keep each other in check. Can I, can I smoke cigarettes during this? Do whatever you want, yeah. Sick. I'm, I'm drinking beer. So. <laughs> Sick. I should have got a beer. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what's your background as far as music goes? I mean, have you been uh, uh, in the hardcore your entire lives, or like how did this kind of uh, come about? Oh, I can answer this. So, I graduated high school in 2017. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. And I immediately went to go work at one of the Amazon warehouses in Fall River. And our original guitarist was a boss. He was like a manager there. And he like went up to me one day and I'm like, shit, I'm in trouble. Like, great. And he's like, hey, you play bass, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, you're in my band now. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But that's kind of how it started because I met him. We started a band and then that fell apart. And then... And then he was like, all right. And then he hit me up like a few, a couple of years later. And he's like, hey, let's start another project. I have a singer. He's my barber. Yeah. And it was this guy. And then we found a drummer. And then like, that's kind of how it was born. I mean, it was just, it, it kind of started from another band. Okay. I am. Um, I always like, liked metal music and like heavy music. I mean, I, I can't say always, right? So when I started off listening to stuff, it was kind of like, 
my cousin put me on to like Blink-182 and like all those like pop punk bands that were really big when I was in middle school. And, uh, and I still love them to this day, but I found myself like eventually I'm like, I want to listen to heavier. And then I started finding, like, I discovered, like, the new metal bands and stuff, like System of a Down and Korn and Slipknot and stuff. And I was like, all right, this is, this is fucking awesome. And then I'm like, after a year of listening to that, I'm like, I need to get heavier. I need more. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> I need more. Uh, and then, boom, that's, like, when Metalcore started taking off. And it came in right when I needed it. You know what I mean? And then, boom, Asking Alexandria, of Mice and Men, all these, all these bands. And then, once again, in the same fashion that it's been happening is like, I got kind of like not sick of it because I still listen to it still in my playlist. I love it. But I was like, I need more. And then knocked loose and Kublai Khan and all these hardcore bands started coming out. And I'm like, Oh, these guys got it. They, you know, this is fucking sick. Um, and, but it was kind of hard for me being someone who does like scream vocals. Cause, uh, as a scream vocalist trying to join a band, it turns out in the hardcore scene, Usually when there's a scream vocalist in a band, he's usually like one of the guy's buddies, you know what I mean? <laughs> in the in the band. And uh unfortunately, like when you tell someone like, hey man, I scream into a mic real good, uh, they're like, Yeah, that that that's cool, dude. <laughs> you know, like they don't really take you seriously. So it took me a while to find a band. Um eventually I found one. I was in a I was in a I was in this like little project, and then um that fell through because one of the members moved to California and it, he was like the main riff writer and stuff. So things kind of fell apart. And then one day, you know, now I'm interlapping with his story. <laughs> uh, I cut hair and this dude walked in and I do appointments only. I've been doing it for like seven years now. So I got a nice clientele, but it was perfect because I had somebody who didn't show up to their appointment. It was meant to be. It was meant to, it was meant to be. Meant to be. And he walked in and I was like, you want a haircut? Uh, I can take you. You know what I mean? But don't get used to it because I'm appointments only, dude. <laughs> I'm appointments only. I'll make an exception for you, though. Um, but you know, you can get a vibe when someone's like musically inclined or like artistic and stuff like that. So he sat down in the chair and I was like, hey, you play, you play music? You play guitar or something like that or whatever? And he was like, yeah, I play guitar. I was like, sick. What kind of music you listen to? And he's like, oh, Beartooth. He's giving listen out Devil Wears Prada, a bunch of these like metalcore bands and stuff. I'm like, oh, sick. You want to make a band? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? So then it all hey, like, hey, hey. What? He already had me. He did tell me so, that he, yeah, he was like, yeah. I actually already have don't, a basis. Don't, don't exclude that. I already, he's like, I already have a basis. So then, boom, it happened. And that's how we kind of like started out. Yeah. And we started like at the perfect time. Like when we got the whole lineup together, we started at the perfect time, which, Really? It doesn't sound right. I feel like I it was it. very unperfect. No, no, no. Because it was it, right when the, so it was like before the pandemic, we'd, we'd been looking for like um, a rehearsal space and we finally got one and then the pandemic hit. And then we were like just making music with no pressure to do anything, like go play shows or start social media or anything. So like we kind of like just we're on the grind making music yeah right through the whole pandemic so in that sense it was good because typically like at least my experience with especially with the last band i was in it's just we need to get this music done yeah as quick as possible so we can get out there and start fucking kicking people and and moshing <laughs> and going off you know but, like I mean? we, we really like but we weren't able to yeah we weren't we able take to our time with so it. we just sat down with the music yeah. and uh so yeah i guess it was very unperfect but yeah it was just weird perfect to say, like, it was a perfect time. Pandemic happened. <laughs> right, yeah. 
that's I mean, I talked to a lot of musicians, obviously. And um, yeah, a lot of the people that I talked to was just like they kind of uh, they kind of embraced the uh, ability to be home and to focus on writing and creating as opposed to, you know, trying to book these shows and you know travel on the weekends and do this and do that. Because, you know, much like you guys, a lot of them are also, you know, they, they have full time jobs and their music is like the side hustle, so to speak. So yeah. it, the pandemic is weird. I mean, it, it definitely fucked a lot of shit up. Um, yeah. I mean, it fucked my my uh, career path up and things like that. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I'm in a, a good place. But um, you know, I guess it's all kind of what you make of it. Yeah, it was a, it was an interesting time yeah. to say the least. But if one thing happened out of it, it just really slowed shit down. You know, what I mean, yeah, it yeah. slowed everything down. So sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. In our case, it was a little bit for better because things were really speeding up real quickly and it gave us time to sit back and really just yeah. focus in on what was important. And, and that was uh, just getting the music as solid and really vibing with each other. We were all new to each other besides yeah. him and the guitarist, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we became really good homies and we had a lot of fun writing music and also a lot of fights along the way. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, our first rehearsal space was like this not safe <laughs> not safe not place. safe i've been in some pretty sketchy places <laughs> yeah. growing up in Fall River. But this place was like well it was a band space it was like a it was an old mill building as like any other space around here was but it was like i'm pretty sure so like it was like an l and like you would leave it and i'm pretty sure the other side of the mill was just a crack house yeah yeah because like, like there were some questionable people. I think there were only like three bands in that building. There were there the, was re only... the rest of the room. All the rest of the rooms was like people living there yeah. off of like hot plates and shit. <laughs> yeah, good times. They got none of our equipment got stolen. I know. I was like, yeah, wait, we left our stuff there. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we're in a much I better place now. <laughs> that's yes, that's good. I, I failed to get your names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm Will. Yeah, I do the vocals and I play the bass. Plays the bass. Yeah. Very cool. And Will, I met you. Is that I met you at the? Yeah, you met me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. officially. Yeah, I was I was walking around. I showed up. I had to drive up because uh, yeah. during that time we were in between drummers. We finally found a full time drummer, but uh, I had to drive the drummer we had subbing in for us the day of the show. So we took that yeah. five hour drive, <laughs> and then we got to the spot. We ate pizza real quick, and we went right to do <laughs> the show. <laughs> And like the drummer has like the worst headache. Yeah, too. <laughs> it was terrible. How uh, how were you received in Scranton, Pennsylvania? Um, so when we played, we were the openers, and you know there weren't a lot of people there. But honestly, I think it was like well worth it because we got a lot of good information that weekend. Yeah, for, especially for me because I do all like the booking and I do all the reaching out and all that stuff. So for me, I think that was like a really successful weekend, especially like, you know, you get bits and pieces of how to do stuff in the scene and how to like email and how to reach out. But like hearing it from people like and I don't want to say like big people, but like, you know, like successful people in their craft. Yeah. Directly telling you this stuff. It was like it further solidified all the information for me. Um, I had fun playing. You know, it doesn't really matter how many people are at the bar. The people that were there, they definitely, um, especially like there was a lot of bands there at that time because typically the bands will be the ones there for yeah. the opening act. You know what I mean? Um, 
they seem to receive us really well. Yeah. They really, they seem to really like us. And uh, one thing that we really focus on is kind of like our stage presence. I like to dance a lot. I like to move around a lot. I like to be really active. And uh, a lot of people were seeming to vibe with it and yeah. they seem to vibe with the tunes as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can have a stage presence and, and kind of even mask if you were a, you know, shitty musicians, not yeah. that you are, but you could yeah. almost mask a, a little bit of that just by having a stage presence and, and you know, kind of just get in the crowd into it that way too. Someone told me that there's like two kinds of bands out there. Right. <laughs> and uh, you can either be the band, right. That's like super tight. You go up there, everything sounds straight. Like it came out the recording. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or you can be the band that's like trying to climb the rafters yeah. and everything sounds debauchulated, <laughs> but, but it's still like the essence of the song, mm-hmm. but these guys are going nuts. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I think that we kind of, we're kind of on that, that way. I think we have a good, like, this is, balance. This is, this is balance. Yeah, yeah. But we definitely get buck. So that's, that's cool. kind of like what we like to keep going. Yeah. I, uh, I just saw the killers recently and um, their opener was boring as hell. Like, I'm like, you're opening for the killers. Yeah, and yeah. You're boring the shit out of me. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the killers or if you've seen Hello. a few videos or whatever, but like, holy shit. They lit off fucking confetti cannons. First <laughs> song. And uh, he didn't stop the entire night. He's one side to the other. And uh, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, it was just, it's, it's it's so cool and music is such a powerful thing and um you know just being in that moment and seeing those different things and just getting, getting those goosebumps is yeah. it's pretty special so for you guys to have that you know being aware of that and, and focusing on that and and making sure that's part of who you are as a band is i think very important so we want to make sure that we're worth people's time you know i mean people yeah. spend their time they look forward to going out there and watching a band want play. To see a show yeah, yeah and i want to give them a show you yeah. know what i mean um no we just bought a, like a bunch of lights <laughs> that we're gonna try and yeah so get, get a little light action on the stage when you play at like bigger venues they have lights and stuff for you but like especially when you play at smaller venues we're a band that's starting out you know we're trying to get our name out there and we're trying to do all we can do so for those little like dive bars or for those vfws those and stuff like that they are fun <laughs> to play um yeah sometimes you got to bring your own flair to them you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. um one thing that really stuck with me uh, was I went to go see, I've, I've seen a lot of bands live because obviously I'm a lover of music, you know, and there's one band that I went to go see. There's actually a venue around uh, New England over here where that, that uh, a lot of people like. It's called the Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts. And um, they have this, uh, they have this upstairs, they have the upstairs and they have the downstairs. I've seen a bunch of bands in like the stadium that they have downstairs but the upstairs has always been the best shows for me. It's like this hallway. It's like this hallway with like a balcony and the balcony. You can only hold like two people, like it's two people uh, wide and you, you, this packed like sardines. And I went to go see uh, enter Shikari and um, it was just absolute chaos. And it was beautiful. It was like beautiful chaos. And I, and that's what kind of stuck like that show specifically stuck with me. 
And I would like to harness that. Like they were like throwing the like they were throwing the amps into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, they were throwing the amps I'm into not the crowd. My amp in the crowd. <laughs> they were jumping on top of the amp while the dude's playing guitar, dude. Oh my God. The the bassist is climbing up to the fucking second floor balcony. You got people on the second floor rafters trying to like grab the bassist and shit. <laughs> it was just absolute madness. I lost both my shoes. I lost both my shoes, man. I was barefoot, dude. I was oh barefoot. My, my feet were just getting stomped in the pit. Oh, jeez. Hey, <laughs> I, I at the end of the show, at the end of the show, I um I had the I waited until everyone cleared out because I was like, I gotta find my shoes, man. I'm not walking outside. <laughs> so the shoes weren't even anywhere close to where I lost them. <laughs> they were like on the other side of the venue, man. It was nuts. Damn. But that was a good time. I never heard this. And that's and that's why anyone going to a hardcore venue make sure you tie your laces <laughs> around your ankle like their work boots or hockey skates because yeah. that's it, it, you're gonna lose them you're gonna lose them <laughs> especially if you want to get in the sauce if you want to get in the mosh pit <laughs> you're gonna I, uh, I crowd surf for the first and last time at a fucking bl- at a blink 182 show it was like 2003 or 04 i forget exactly what year it was oh, that must have been awesome though so what i had i had sandals on Oh no! Uh, so I, I went up and I'm thinking like, oh, they're gonna, I'm going to get uh, pushed to the front and then I'll just hang out up front and I'll watch the show from like, you know, front row. I was young. I didn't, didn't ever do that kind of shit before. And they threw you over the fucking uh, barricade and the guy's like, all right, get, be on your way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> At that point, I was with one sandal. I lost one and I'm in the show and like where the, the show was like I, I'd have to walk probably a good mile maybe two to my car through like um you know gravel uh parking lots and shit like that so i same thing i waited till after the show was over <laughs> i went to the guy i'm like the other one that matches this and he's like yeah hold on one second looks down oh like, that's like a bag yep and it was nowhere where you were huh <laughs> no no i mean yeah i don't know what i was well i know what i was thinking i was hammered uh i was drinking the <laughs> a lot prior to that and you know yeah, that, that's not my style i'm not one to you know go uh crowd surfing and shut down and a blink show too like that's weird but whatever yeah um, they used to have uh you ever gone to warp tour yeah i've seen those yeah so we went used to go to like uh, well i used to go to a lot of warp tours and the one in like mainsfield and stuff like that and uh people crowd surf and that's all like con- concrete floor <laughs> yeah Yep. Just see people getting taken out. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I went to a suicide silence. I saw them. It was probably Jeez. the heaviest band I saw at Walk Tour, dude. And people just dropping. I'm seeing stretches. There's like three people <laughs> getting carried out. It's not a good look, man. No, it's not. And to but, be honest, like, you know, I'm not the lightest dude. I think I weigh like 210 pounds. Like, I think my, my crowd surfing days are probably uh, away from me. But I still yeah. like to get into the pit. I still like to throw down, push some people around and really feel the vibe in the room, you know? Yeah. I got into a pit. Once was my first and last time in the pit. <laughs> I got fucking thrown around. I, w- I woke up the next day and I felt like a fucking truck hit me. And I mean, I was limping around. I, w- I mean, my hip was just destroyed. Yeah, you get brutal and it happens, you know? Well, but- yeah, well, again, I mean, I, I was, uh, you know, fueled by, by Miller Lite. Um, and I just wanted to do it. And back then I was probably 150. 5560 pounds. No, I'm not, you know, nothing big. I'm, I'm I'm much heavier now these days, but uh yeah, so I was just getting thrown around. It's not a not a smart thing to do, but 
But you want to know what's also beautiful about like these hardcore shows and stuff like that? I'm sure you've seen it at some metal shows and stuff that you've gone to. There's like, um, like, uh, obviously the atmosphere is very hectic and there's a lot of chaos. But then, like somebody like this guy loses his glasses. Oh my god! And you see, <laughs> and, and you see everyone make a circle around him, yeah. you know, to see if he can find it in the immediate area. Yeah. Like people also understand that they're all there to have a good time. Yeah. Right. And that's that's super cool. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. Even if you if you do fall, someone's picking you up to yeah. you know, get you oh, back, get back in on there. your feet, button, yeah. yeah. Get back in there. <laughs> Hit the first person you see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's definitely like this, like like a family and this this uh, this just this thing about hardcore and Wilkesbury, uh, PA. I mean, um, I don't know if they were known for our hardcore scene, but kind of. I mean, I'm trying to think of some band names that have come out of here, but like we had like an Albatross was was big out of here. Um, you know, One Step Closer is is from this area. Um, it seems that like just a lot of hardcore bands come out of out of here, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. We feel the same way about Massachusetts. Like, yeah, the, um, well, the Brockton scene has a lot of like straight edge hardcore, or like that straight ahead. You know, like it's hardcore to to the bones. Mm. And then Providence has more metalcore, actually, from what I've noticed. Yeah, a couple bands that like big bands that came out of here that I thought was really cool was like uh, Ice Nine Kills. They're from oh, cool. They're from Boston, Massachusetts, from, I believe. Yeah, they're like. I think they're from Dudley or something. They're from Massachusetts. Yeah, they're from yeah. Mass. <laughs> they're from Boston. <laughs> and then um, Vanna. I don't know if you're familiar with Vanna, but they were like, they came into the scene like as soon as like metalcore started blowing up, and they were kind of like in the mix with those yeah. bands like of Mice and Men and Asking Alexandria. And they're from, I think they're actually from Worcester. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I believe it. Uh, there's there's definitely bands that have blown up from around here, and that's good to see. There's and, definitely bands that are like on their way yeah around here yeah like, you know cool. they're still they're still doing like the local level and they're doing their tours but they're definitely like maybe in the next i don't know couple of years they're definitely gonna get blown up i mean you can see that shit yeah you know? that's cool and you guys put out an ep uh last year yes yes exhumed exhumed which is available streaming everywhere um you got together before the pandemic. Uh, you focus on writing. Uh, talk a little bit about that EP and um, how it all came together. So that EP, since, you know, we did. So actually the single and that EP were all like written at this kind of the same time. But uh, we wanted to like get a single out there and then kind of dip our toes. And then I think the EP really is like our foundation of what we're like it, it's there like our sound is in that ep and it's something like we're definitely going to build off of. it's really raw it is it's really raw to like the, it's like the uh it's tough because it's like the ep once again it was like our first time all getting together and spitballing ideas and putting together music we butt heads a lot yeah but we were but we were I, we were on to something and we feel like uh in that EP is something that is different, but familiar, you know, yeah. and it's now we're at a point after releasing that EP, where we're really trying to fluff that up, you know, a little bit and make yeah. it hone in our sound and really kind of when we're heavy, we want to be 
heavy. This is his favorite saying. <laughs> like heavier than heavier than what that EP was. We love that EP. That EP is very dear to our heart, and we think that it. You know, personally, I feel like it's a really good, and I and I love our music in it. But you know, you're always thinking as a, as musicians, as a band, like what can like, you do more? Yeah, like how can you, can you advance what you do? You know, what I mean, while still keeping the essence that what of what makes you. So when we're heavy, we want to be heavy. But when we're fun, we want to be fun. You know what I mean? So I think really uh, going forward anyways, dividing those two things up and really uh, focusing in on that uh, will really play into our future writing stuff. But yeah. Exhumed was fun, man. Exhumed was. was fun. That was fun. It was. Oh. It was. We got, we got that EP done in two days recording it. Two days recording, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a first our... time recording, yeah. Ever. <laughs> that was fun. That was also exhausting. It was. Um, and then, oh, me and you did all the gang vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did the gang vocals. We did some layering, some different pitches, trying yeah. to swing our voices and stuff. Um, it was uh typically how it would go. Was I that think I, for our first like our first like release, I think that was great. Yeah, I, was, I think it was successful for us. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great uh, like intro to who you are and like yeah. you know kind of like you know kind of setting the tone for your future. And the name's fitting for that exhumed, you know, right? Like, that's what, we're buried giants. Yeah, <laughs> and we thought it would be a good idea to exhume the giants with the first DP, you know. Yeah, so where, what's what's the, the name? What's uh, where'd that come from? That's all you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> So buried giants. So when we first started uh, being a band, uh, we were having trouble coming up with some band names, and I forgot what I saw. I saw something. Uh, you saw a book. Well, no, I went to um, I went to Barnes and Nobles with my lady, <laughs> and I was, lady friend. They were actually it was actually perfect timing because me and my girlfriend we were at uh we were at Barnes Barnes and Noble because she likes books, and. Uh, they were arguing about band names <laughs> and like, I think it was like murder. She murder wrote, she wrote. Like, our guitarist was trying to say like, that should be the name. And then we were shitting on him. <laughs> it's not <laughs> terrible. I don't hate that. <laughs> I don't hate that. <laughs> she just died recently. I think. Yeah. Landry, Landry right? Yeah. 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 R.I.P. <laughs> but, um, we, so I was in Barnes and Noble and while these guys were arguing and like shitting on our guitarist and stuff like that, <laughs> um, I was just sending book titles. <laughs> so like I, I did this whole, like I sent like a bunch, but some that I remember are like, I remembered arguing with zombies. I really liked that one <laughs> and I was really pushing towards that one. But, um, but then we were shitting on you and then they were <laughs> shitting on me and then, and then I found one and it was like giants buried underground or something like that was the name of the book. And then these guys like stopped shitting on everyone and they were just like, all right, how about like giants buried or like buried un giants. underground giants <laughs> or like, and we kind of did it. And then we're like, what about buried giants? And then I was like, oh, that, this is getting yeah, good. Yeah, good. This is getting good. The buried giants. And they're like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> no. They're like, nah, fuck you, Adam. Go That's terrible. All right. <laughs> um, and then it, um, it spiraled because now there's like a shit ton of ways to spell buried. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so we're like, how are we gonna spell buried here? You know. So, yeah. but we ended up sorting it out, and that that's kind of how we came up with that. Yeah. Barnes and Noble. Not, not really. Not really any like. Shout out to Barnes to and Noble. Yeah. 
sponsor us. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like a throwaway question, right? Like, how did you get your name? Well, and some people have a really uh, interesting story, and some people just like it worked yeah. out. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought I think it's a cool name. I still it's think it's definitely a cool, a cool concept that we could expand on. It's a cool concept that we can expand on. It's kind of like I don't know, like an oxymoron type deal. I don't know if that's the right thing, but like you know, giants are kind of something very large to be buried. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, I think it also has to do a lot with, like, I also thought it was cool because, yeah, we have this huge sound. We have this huge thing that we're trying to give to people. And technically, you know, at the Bones, hardcore music in general tend to be a real hard, like an underground thing. You know what I right. mean? So no, a little good. bit of that plays into it. And you can kind of think about, like, you know, I, I'm sure you can probably get, like, very creative with, like, merch and, um, you know, imagery for whether it's... We definitely um, have some uh, some stuff we're working on. Yeah, some ideas and concepts. Yeah. Right? Better. If, if you need a, if you need a, a t-shirt printer, I, I know one. Yeah, yeah. sweet, yeah. awesome, definitely. Yeah. I I work I work at a screen print shop. Oh, oh yeah, there it is, dude. There it is. Yeah. Connection. <laughs> Axel Rad screen printing. There it is. Little, little, oh, there it is. Little, hey. Little, yeah, yeah sure we print we, we print for yeah we print for like uh, Breaking Benjamin. We print for Cold. Uh, oh, Tiger's yeah. Jaw. Yeah. But enough, enough of the, the free plugs for work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like that's it's 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 important to always think about like because sometimes sometimes people are just like oh the, the name sounds cool, but they don't think about the fact that like well how are we going to market this and how are we going to you know do the merch or album covers or whatever it might be. So it's like it's in you probably heard a lot about that at the the conference about you know kind of you know being marketable and being able to promote yourself in different ways and things like that. Which none of us was familiar with yeah. prior. These were. Yeah. It's what's interesting is we like started this band, and like none of us were like ever in any other bands that did anything. So we were all like really new of, like how to go about this professionally. Yeah. I guess is what it comes down to is, is and like with, I'm I'm I was always good at like planning stuff. So I was like I'll just do the booking and. I'll do all yeah, that stuff. Dictating work, you know, you have bandmates and more than just bandmates that people you can lean on to get stuff done. Yeah. And uh, everyone kind of dictates their own thing. I, I typically handle the artwork, the merch and stuff like that. He typically handles the booking and that, you know, it's finding that balance. And to be honest, to come at it at a professional, we realize that like, if we're going to do it, we got to make it like part of our lives. Like yeah. it's got to be, <laughs> it's got to be work. It's got to be banned. You know I mean? It's got to be ingrained every day we got to get something done related to the band and uh going forward you know we're trying to have a strategy and a plan to get that done well you guys are young too you have a lot of time to like you know you can put the time into it now like yeah you get to, to people like you know my age like i'm gonna be 40 um this might not even be released my, my goal is to get this out um let's see either next week or the week after so this might be released like the week of my birthday. Um, happy, belated, happy, belated, happy, almost birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, I, what I'm what I'm getting at is like you know you get to the age where you're, you know you're 40 and like I've got two kids, I have a wife, I have a house. Like there's a lot of like things that like you know, I I can't I can't like this is kind of a side hustle, right? This is I, mean, I do this when my kids are sleeping and you know, I'm sure my wife loves the the time to watch you know fucking killer movies and shit like that, but um. <laughs> But the time you have now is you're young, like, like hit the ground running, you know, push hard, you know, take chances and, and, you know, hopefully they all pay off, you know? Yeah. 
we love it. Use our free time to move towards something that's uh, a dream. You know, what yeah. I mean, and it's a dream that many people have. And to be honest, I feel like the only way, if everyone's dreaming to become a rock star, then what really sets the people apart that actually make it as rock stars? You know, what I mean. And I think a lot of it has to do with dedication and being able to put in that work and being able to put in that time, right? And my way of thinking is if we don't get to rock star stardom, I mean, it's just, it's kind of the journey really for me. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely. Can, when I'm. Fuck that. I'm trying to be a rock star. But <laughs> I'm like, really, like when I'm older, I want to be able to like look back and be like, I did all this. I didn't make it, but like I did all of it. Yeah. you know but if yeah, i do but it, great. there's opportunity like i mean you know what's making it, it it's subjective right it's yeah. like i mean you guys could do like a mini tour where it's you know travel on the east coast or whatever it might be like some people don't even get to see like that much of the world because they you know they go to high school they go to college they get married have kids and they're in their little corner of the world whereas like you know you're in a band like yeah, it's 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 a grind, right? You know, it's in addition to your full time job and shit like that. But like, you get to travel and see different cities and meet new people. And you know, is it on the level of Blink One Two? Maybe one day. But like, if not, like that's just that's still a special part of of the, the process and the, and the whole overall uh, you know experience. Yeah, I mean, when we went to PA, I was like, this is amazing. This yeah. is awesome. Like, I was all about it that weekend. We just want to give it a hundred percent. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, if we if we give it a hundred percent, I think there's nothing to be discouraged or upset about because we know that we gave it our all. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. There was a moment in my life I was this close, this fucking close to quitting my my day job and becoming a barber. Really? Yeah, this close. Yeah. It was 2016. I was in sales. I was, I was working in. Uh, I was like at a radio station doing sales and um, like, I'm really happy. I didn't, I'm happy that I didn't because. Um, Barbering sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I doubt that. I doubt that. No, like, that like, probably hurts. I go in there. You're like, you're shooting the shit all day. <laughs> well, that's what I, I mean. I, I got like, I mean, I started going to a barber in like 2015 ish and just the whole experience. Like if it's done right, like you can give your customers, it's just this, like this, you know, 30 minutes of like, I don't know what to call it. Just like, I don't know. Relaxation. Uh, There's not too many outlets for dudes. You know for what me, I mean? For me and him, it's hypotheticals. We like to talk about hypotheticals. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you could do anything. Right. And it yeah. just, for me, it was like, you know, you, you walk in, I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan and my barber would always have uh, the Joe Rogan podcast on the on TV. Or if not that it was uh, some, some music. And, you know, you just talk about shit. You talk about like, like stuff that you can't talk about you know with just anybody right like yeah a fight with your girl or like you know just how different men and women are in general because like we are like it's just it's such a (laughs) it's such a cool place just that that barbershop right and i was and i you know i was in sales i'm like this fucking sucks like a lot of things happened after i decided not to be a barber which kind of you know uh sales career took off i i had a, a radio show um eventually got canceled that's why i'm doing this but i i'm i'm happy that i i chose the route that uh i did but i'm also kind of like what what could have been but also like being a barber you're on your feet all day like i feel like eventually my back would hurt 
I, yeah, my back definitely hurts. <laughs> no, there's definitely, I've been doing it for seven years. And um, so I kind of fell into it. I was kind of like, you know, like typically how barbers start off. And uh, I'm sure you've heard the story is like, you know, you're cutting all your buddies in the basement. They're coming over. You guys, you, you smoke a bone together and you go, you go downstairs and you're like, hey, let me give you a mohawk. And then they're like, nah. And I'm like, but it's free. <laughs> and they're like, you don't mess up my hair. And I was like, it's fine. And then it throws back, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, years of doing that, cutting my brother's hair and and everything like that. So eventually, I um, I ended up, I went to college for a little bit, and I, w- I went to the barber shop, and I was bitching to my barber. He's been my barber since I was like thirteen, about how shitty school is, and like we joke about it to this day in the shop because I now work with him, and he's like, "Come on, man." You know you're not cut out for school. <laughs> no, thanks for being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you just go to barber school? I'll give yeah. you a chair. I'm like, all right. So here we are today. So, but ultimately, I love cutting hair. But I still, you know, music is the goal for me. It's always been the goal for me. Yeah. Ever since well, school. I feel like, you know, I mean, every barber, like every barber that was working in the the shop that I went to or I go to rather. They were all musicians too. Like, I f- and that's what I was worried about too. I'm like, I don't know if I could be a barber because I'm very like anal and I'm very like, I, I want things to be perfect. And I, I feel like if I saw a line that wasn't the way I wanted it to be, I would try and like go after it and just completely fuck it up. Um, but I was also worried, like, I'm like, what if I'm not good at it? Like, I mean, I'm not an artist. Like, I mean, I, I used to draw when I was younger, but like, I felt like there has to, there's this like, like creative bone in, in, in people's bodies. Like, you know, musicians and, and artists and things like that, you kind of have to have. And I was like, I don't know if I have that. Like, I have people skills. I could talk to people. That's maybe good. I should stick That's with the sales game, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, a lot of it comes from like, yeah, you got to be able to dive into it. You got to be able to like, uh, I was definitely like, I'm kind of like same boat as you. Like, I used to draw when I was younger. I was pretty good compared to like other people in art class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I wasn't like this crazy artist, but um, I definitely, uh, I've always been more on the artsy side with music, playing guitar, screaming into the mic, singing, all that stuff. And then uh, I feel like, but also you touched on like, you know, punctual, like, like really trying to make sure things come out perfect, being anal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, you might fuck up a fade trying to chase a line, but after you do it once, you won't fuck it up again because now you know what not to do. You know what I mean? And you just attack it that way. You just, you just, you keep building upon your repertoire of skills, you yeah. know? Your hair is cool as shit, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Whoever, whoever did that, that's awesome. <laughs> I actually cut it up myself. Did you really? Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Because we had the photo shoot two days ago. Oh, so, yeah. So, right. But the, my my boy, the other guy I cut hair with, he wasn't able to get me in. So I was like, all right, dude, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to cut my hair uh, during the pandemic. Uh, and I was just going to shave it all off, right? But I did the sides, went around. And I'm like, well, it's actually not too bad. Yeah, there it is. I let it go, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't it's know. Like, it, it'll be one of those things, like you know, when I'm you know 80, God willing, I live that long. Uh, that'd be like, you know, what if I, what if I went and became a barber? Where would my life have gone? You would have yeah. crushed it, dude. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You'd be doing podcasts about being a barber. That'd be I sweet. I always think that's a great idea. That is a good idea. Have a podcast, podcast, and a, bob- a bobcast. I don't know. <laughs> well, no. So, so LeBron. So, 
before LeBron James, I, I forget what his show is called. Uh, shit. The Shop, I think it might be called. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it. Yeah, it, it's talk, basically they, they just hang out in a barbershop setting and they talk about whatever. And I'm like, I had not, I'm sure I wasn't the first person to have this idea, but like I wanted to do that, you know, years and years ago before that even came out. Uh, just because like the stuff that happens and that's talked about in barbershops, it just it's just a lot of fun. It's a safe place for us dudes. We don't really yeah. we don't I don't feel like we get very much too many outlets. Wow. We don't. But I'm and, lucky. and it's another thing too. It's like well, who wants to like record that and have it put out there? It's a safe space. It's you know mm, it's yeah. That's where we go to to be men and and uh, you know fart and talk about tits talk about, and shit. Talk about Vegas. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you just had a photo shoot. You said yes, I did. Yeah, so Did those photos come back. I, I'm going to need a photo of the band so I can put a, a promo up when I when I release this. Yeah, we can definitely send one your way. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Like, like, a, like a horizontal one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot you. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll do it right now while we're, while we're talking. But I'll shoot you an example of, uh, you know, an example of what I need it for. I guess you could say. Yeah, we just did a photo. The photo shoot was for our um, our single. We have a single release coming out. Called Sapugu. How we're announcing it? I mean, we don't have a set. <laughs> you just did. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we don't have a set date for it. We're working on it right now. Um, yeah, we're just getting all of our we're uh, getting all of our eggs in the basket. The basket. <laughs> and uh, eggs in a row. I wanted to say that one reason. Uh, ducks in a row. Eggs huh? in one. Eggs in one basket. Ducks in a row. Ducks, yeah, yeah, we're getting a, we're getting a ducks on eggs. Ducks on eggs. <laughs> That's what it is. Um. So we're getting everything ready, and then we'll have a, a set date. But Sweet. it will be soon, and uh, we're really happy with it. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's pictures, so there's yeah. some past pictures we got. <laughs> so yeah. you're so you're 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 all in. What's what's next for Buried Giants? What's next? What we're gonna do next year is we're gonna go strictly DIY all next year. I'm gonna book us. I'm gonna book shows for for us. Um, because when, it together we, when we went to PA, that they basically just told us, like, just do your do DIY because, you know, all the door money will get split evenly to the bands. And then, you know, obviously we'll keep all merch. You don't got to worry about promoters not promoting you properly. Yeah. You right. promote yourselves. Yeah. You get it done. You fill up the room. Um, and, you, and you're in charge of making sure everyone has a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, and I, I think there's something to be said, especially for bands starting out. And especially at this point point in time right now it's definitely a great time to do diy because uh just like state of the scene you know it's it's just better to go that that route right now for us um because it's just i don't want to say anything like bad <laughs> but but we're, we're writing and we're trying like i said we're trying to hone in our sound yeah we want to we want to really dial in on what makes us us uh, I feel like doing the same thing that everyone else does does never made anyone famous, right? So right. we're trying to, we're trying to bring bring people something familiar but different. And uh, I think with our next stuff that we're gonna be we're gonna be having the show for, is uh, is really gonna shine on that yeah. aspect. You know what I mean? It's That's like, cool. hey, we're heavy, but also this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can also fucking like dance. dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we yeah. definitely made a lot of good good friends. You uh -huh. know. We, I think, I think this year was more of like, okay, figuring out 
how to do things. And I think sure. next year we'll, we're going to be like, all right, this is we're going to hit the ground running. We're going to do it, you know, yeah. Yeah. do it the right way. Well, the EP is great. It's, it's called Exhumed. It's on all the streaming services. Check that out. Um, and I'm excited to see what you guys uh, do next. Thank you very much. It's one of those things. It was like, uh, you know, when, you know, you came up to me and, and approached me and then you know, check out my, my band. It's, you know, we're hardcore. I'm like, fuck. Like, like I, I don't know. It's not my thing. Right. But I like, also like, I mean, my job isn't to like, you know, uh, what do you call it? What's the word? Uh, discriminate. Um it's it, this is about music and and it's it would be ignorant of me to to not uh you know at least talk about these different uh genres right yeah but i was like so when i listened to it, i'm like fuck yeah this is good let's <laughs> let's definitely talk you know oh yeah dude. Uh, i appreciate yeah. that man it means yeah. a lot where can people find you on social media uh, find us on instagram at very giants ma and then facebook very giants we're also on tiktok now yeah we're on tiktok how's that going How's that going? That is, it's I'm tough. still, I'm still trying to figure that out. Actually, TikTok's tough. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's really not tough, but it is tough. It's, I think how simple it is is what makes it difficult. You I know? think our main, what I'm trying to figure out right now is just finding when to post, like a specific time during the day, for me. Where we'll get but our like, best. I just don't know because yeah. well, I'll post a video at like 2 p.m. one day, and we'll get like 50 views. And then the next day I'll post at 2 p.m. and then we'll get like 700. And I was like, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, dude. I mean, try being a 40 year old uh, man. Uh, the only uh, reason why TikTok. I had TikTok was because my girlfriend sent me TikTok videos. That, that was my experience with TikTok before. And they're hilarious, right? They're yeah, fucking yeah, awesome. But I'm not. But it, I'm not funny. I'm not. Fu- and I have no idea how to utilize it for this platform because <laughs> I don't want to be one of those like. You get those people who like just post all their boring shit on every platform, Facebook, Instagram, fucking LinkedIn. People are posting shit on. It's like, this doesn't belong on fucking LinkedIn. Like, so stop that shit. But like, I'm not fucking funny. So it's like, how do I, how do I utilize this for my show? I'm like, I don't know. So I ended up fucking posting, I fucking blasting my kid with a water balloon. Uh, (laughs) That's good, man. Yeah. I mean, it did great. It got a lot. (laughs) It performed very well. Yeah. I'm trying to look here. Yeah, see blast you with a water balloon. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. One of By our... accident, complete accident. I just threw it at him, and he kind of like ran into it. You know, it's uh, almost 1,700 views. I'll take it. And, it and it's so weird because we have a TikTok video of us going to Waffle House. Because so the weekend we went to PA, all we did for breakfast was went to Waffle House, and we made a video. It's like, hey, we're at Waffle House, and that's it. And I got like 900 views. <laughs> And then we, and then I actually put time into a video that got like ninety. <laughs> I'm like I don't get this. Yo, one of your videos is six six six. Oh, that's I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it right now. Hopefully, it'll, it'll bump it up. Right. I hope it's the nipple okay. one. We'll, we'll chuck up the horns for that one, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Get that out of there. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. TikTok is it's a young man's game. Yeah, it is. We're we're, we're trying to juggle it. That's one thing, uh, another thing in PA that they really kind of stressed to us was get on the TikTok wave. So we're going to try our best. Yeah. I, I wish, I wish, I wish I was a female in these times because I would sign up for OnlyFans tomorrow. I would be on OnlyFans tomorrow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's I, never I, been easier for a woman to make money. He's had an OnlyFans. So. I, I did have one. Yes. What did you do? I played bass naked. naked. <laughs> yeah. Did you make any yeah. money? 
I got like five bucks. Uh, man, there's got to be something. I post like every day. There's got to be something men can do. Yeah. There's just got to be a, some kind of like, like niche. No, niche. I'm totally supportive of his OnlyFans yeah. career. Dude, I say I say it's even better for the band. Go on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> I said all the time, bass, dick. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> oh man. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna do it. So I did it. That's awesome. Yeah. Five bucks. Okay. Out there on the front lines, man. You know, anything for the band. I I wish. I wish. You know, I, I would it. definitely show my butthole for thousands of dollars. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> This girl is showing their fucking feet and shit or selling yeah. their underwear. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, selling like their bath water for hundreds of dollars. And nobody wants to see your feet. I know, right? Stick to the base. And, yeah. Uh, there's idiots. There's idiot guys uh, spending money on farts in a bottle. <laughs> what the fuck are we yeah. doing? <laughs> bath water. What the fuck? Dude? Yeah. Or like uh, some guy bought a, a Twitch streamer, like a PS5. Like, for, like I don't get it. What does that have to do for OnlyFans? But it's like they have an OnlyFans too, and that's where they like they, they bought stream. a PS5, and that was part of his OnlyFans. People yeah, tuned into OnlyFans. No, no, like they, they buy a PS5. just how much? You're not getting what I'm saying, bro. They have an OnlyFans, right? And like one of the OnlyFans people, fan people, the OnlyFanners, bought this OnlyFans woman a PS5 just because he was simping so hard. Hey, like you can't even get a PS5 now. Only bands. Only what bands. About what about that? Whoa, that's you're onto something now. Only yeah. bands. Only yeah. bands. It's just a page where just bands just post. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like you guys would be up for that. That's like bands in town. But uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Only, only bands. I like that. Yeah. That could be something. Ah, could be I think something. so. We gotta claim it right now. <laughs> write this down. Only, yeah, good. Only good idea. Bands. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It's just like weird, like base shit. <laughs> just it's just you, it's just you, Will, naked on your base. Yeah, that's me. So he does his best work. I mean, Fleet did it. Yeah, and dude. Was, when I saw that documentary of like the Woodstock, you're like, that's me. Oh, I was God. like, holy shit. He was like naked. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, no shoes or anything. Yeah. Were you at that Woodstock? Fuck. No, I was not. Um, I was old enough to be. I was probably 17 at the time, I think it was. But uh, I grew up in the country. So, like, I didn't even, like, I didn't experience anything outside the country until I was in college, really. I mean, I went to college in the city, which was Wilkes-Barre. Um, but it wasn't until then where I was, like, you know, introduced to, like, going out to see bands and shit like that. Like, it just, uh, I don't know. Man, that was a crazy documentary. Yeah, really. it was. You got, like... Corn absolutely crushed it. it. It was just so like not. Divide. Just watching it was like giving me anxiety, because like it was, the, it, was pe- the... it was people that were like that used to do Woodstock back in the day, where it was just a different time, mm-hmm. and then they have like these these heavy bands, and then they expect people to be like the same way. Right. It's just it's not. It's well, not... There, well, there was like five bathrooms. And oh the, yeah, and then people are oh, like, "Did you watch like, the documentary?" Yeah, I watched the whole fucking documentary. Yeah. Also, did you? Like, maybe, did they really think it was gonna be peace, also, love, and happiness with like Limp Bizkit? Maybe if you were on more drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, that that'll help. Maybe if you were on more drugs, you, you would have no felt water. less anxious yeah, while no watching. Water. 
swimming shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was that, that was like I, I was watching it like especially towards the end when it was getting like really serious. I'm like, holy shit. The bands tore it up though. It's not their fault. They did. It's not their fault. And like they were trying to blame the bands. I'm like, don't even get me started. Yeah. It's like that's what you pay them to do. It was just it's crazy. I, I was know. I was like pissed off by the end of it. It's like I can't believe they let that any all that happen. Well, and that's why there's there will never be anything like that ever again. Just just too just too much liability. Like yeah, we'll never experience that. It's um, sad. It, it sucks, is. yeah. It is sad. Some people just want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Smoke some fucking weed, watch some music, drink some beers. And I'm sure there were some people in that crowd that, that were just there for the good time. But, you know, a lot of the people there... Yeah, just, you, you cage... Was, dude, you cage thousands of people in yeah. a place. Don't give them the amenities to survive. Yeah. <laughs> to survive, They're yeah. going to become feral real yeah. quick. You know, yeah, I mean, fucking, like, that's a fucking... Uh, yeah, that's a science experiment. Well, good news is that I think the uh, Yankees are losing currently. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Yankees. God Fuck damn the it. Yankees. God damn it. <laughs> well, hey, uh, that's all I have for you guys. Unless you got uh, more you want to talk about. What was that? Unless you have more you want to talk about. Do you have anything to talk about, Adam? I mean. I think we hit all of it. Yeah, yeah. we hit all of it. Just stay tuned. We're a hardcore band. Yes, Out of are. Massachusetts, we are trying to bring you more than heavy music. Funkcore. 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 I want everyone I like to that. enjoy it. And <laughs> write, that, uh, write that down. Funkcore. I like that. <laughs> thank you very much for having us, yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for reaching out. It was a pleasure to meet you guys at the uh, the conference. Um, that was a you know that was my first time kind of you know moderating uh, a panel. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't like really know when I should interject and when I shouldn't. And yeah. Uh, it was kind of weird for me, but like it was cool just to kind of hear the people, like you said, in the who've been doing it for you know yeah. twenty plus years and who've who've uh, experienced uh, the uh, the wins and losses and and um, you know it's weird. The world's a weird place, and that's you know what worked five years ago doesn't necessarily work now. You know you have to be on the TikTok and like all that kind of shit. It sucks. Like it's like it's always changing. The minute yeah, the minute that you figure something out, it's like okay, well that's that's fucking archaic now like when, now what it, it really sucked because i had just gotten down instagram like really like i just really figured out how to utilize instagram and then we went to pa and he's like you need to get on tiktok right now I'm like great now i need to figure out tiktok and it's just like you know it's just constantly learning things you know it's hard yeah it's it's a it's a full-time job i mean yes i'm 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 kind of on my phone running our social media while i'm like cutting metal at work very safe. That's dangerous. Very it is safe. dangerous. I will say that it's dangerous. I hope your HR department does not watch this. I don't. Yeah. Very giants coming to a venue near you. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Soon. So. Oh, so too. You'll definitely have to come back to, to Scranton. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Dude, I'll hit you up when we're coming back to Boston. Maybe you'll meet us out. Oh, yeah. 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 Go catch a game. Yeah. We uh, we go to a bar. Uh, JJ Donovan's is that in Quincy Market? I think. Yeah, I think that's right around that. Think so. Yeah, fucking the bartender. I mean, I, I've been going since '07, and he's been there since I've been going. So probably even before that. He's Same miserable fucking guy, but it's <laughs> awesome. I love it. The homie, dude. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My one of my favorite cities in the world for sure. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome right. love. Oh yeah. I'm so, the representative, apparently. Yeah, are you? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, it's actually really funny. Um, one more thing I want to say. Sure. When we were at BA and I was telling people where we were, like where we where we came from. Were we the only band that traveled that far for the I think so. I didn't I didn't really see any other Massachusetts bands. How did you guys even get there? Like, what, what, like I, I mean I we drove. Oh well, no, 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 not how did you get there literally, <laughs> but like how did you hear about the the, the uh, conference like sent us like uh, he was like you need to do this well he okay. was like hey he's, he's, it was kind of like a hey you should sign up for this yeah but it was kind of like sign up for this or else we're kicking you off no no we didn't he didn't <laughs> say that but he, he kind of like just kind of threw it on the table and that was oh man i think that was it was like the beginning of the year i think and i signed us up for it and then i never heard anything and i totally forgot about it and then we got hit up on our instagram and like oh yeah this yeah, we're ready. And we locked in. So we, we locked into it. And it was just, it wasn't a bad drive. Pennsylvania is beautiful. It's not a bad drive. It looked, it reminded me of New Hampshire. It's beautiful. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of New Hampshire. I was like, the drummer got, he, he, uh, you know how you're saying he had a headache? Hey, he you, got book, you booked us in the mountains. He got at an Airbnb. <laughs> he got, uh, he got elevation sickness. He got elevation. PA? Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got elevation sickness. Well, I mean, like, so we left. Well, don't let him go to fucking Colorado. Yeah, my, my my little caravan, we left like later. We left at like four because our our guitarist got out of work at like three. So like we got there at like 12 and it was like, we're like going through these winding roads because the Airbnb was like in this, it was like this cabin campground I place. I, I wish I remembered the um, name of the mountains that we stood at. It was like this, it was kind of like a community. It was like summer homes, I guess you could say, kind of. Poconos? I don't know. I think I think that's what it was called. Lake Ariel. Oh, yeah, that's that's near, yeah, that's out there. Yeah, Um, that's where you stayed? Yeah, yeah, that's where we stayed. That was probably what, like? It was like a 35-minute drive. Okay, I was going to say 45 minutes from where you guys were playing. It wasn't bad, it was beautiful. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad drive. Yeah, I mean, I go, I go camping out there every year with the guys. And by camping, I mean like we pitch a tent and drink a lot of beer. Yeah, <laughs> that's camping, right? Cornhole. <laughs> no, horseshoes, camping. We uh, drink a lot of beer, can jam. Uh, oh, yeah, can jam's the jam. Most underappreciated backyard game of all time. <laughs> but, but we got there and it was like pitch black. And like the deer are not afraid of people at no, all. No, no. I was like surprised. <laughs> It's crazy. People that, that go there, like, oh, let's, let's feed the deer. Oh, yeah, um, that's probably, yeah, that's what it is. But, yeah, well, thank you very much for having us, though. Man. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you guys at the uh, conference next year. Yeah, we're, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, keep me posted with what you guys have going on, uh, new music, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Yes, of course, brother. Thank you very much. Awesome, guys. Be sure to check out Barry Giant's uh, EP on all the streaming services called Exhumed, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing uh, new stuff from you guys very soon. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. Thanks. Take it easy. Later.